Do you find yourself feeling anxious? Have you ever struggled with panic attacks? Do you wish there was a way that you could feel less overwhelmed? And do you wish you had more time? If you are nodding to this, oh my gosh, my friend, this episode is definitely for you. Today, I'm gonna share with you the one thing that you can do to improve your mental health to get more done, to reclaim your time so that you can spend it with those that you love. But before we get started, I just want to remind you that the Productive Mum Academy is now open. Level one is ready for you to access. So level one is all about cycle syncing. It's called Cycle Syncing 101 The Basics. And it's for you to get the absolute need to know of what cycle syncing is so that you can understand what's going on with your body, so that you can harness the power of your hormones to increase your energy and to improve your productivity. So the link to that is in the show notes. Go and grab the pre-launch price and then that is going to be ready for you to access at the start of November. I am so excited for you to get access to the academy. It's going to have all the need to know stuff. I've done the hard work for you. I've done the reading. I've read the books. I've read the journals and I've taken all of that information as I did for 14 years as a teacher and I've turned it into a really, really simple format. It's an online course. It's really affordable and it's going to give you the need to know about cycle syncing. So go and grab the pre-launch price because that is going to go up from the start of November. Welcome to the Productive Mum podcast. I'm SJ, mum, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3pm every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Are you ready for what is probably going to be a bit of a hard hitting, kick you in the guts, kick you up the butt kind of episode? It might make you super uncomfortable. I know because I've been there. And I'm going to start off by saying a date to you. The 4th of October 2021. Why is that date special? It's not my birthday, in case you're wondering. That was the day when Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, all of those things crashed for a really long time. And how did you feel? When that happened, be really honest with yourself. Like, how did you feel? What did you think? What was going on in your mind? Were you lost? Did you miss it? Did you not know what to do with yourself? Were you constantly checking your phone to see whether or not it was working again? Now, in our house, it actually, in all honesty, caused a little bit of conflict because Tim actually started to drive me crazy because he was always looking and constantly checking his phone to see what was going on. And one of the really interesting things that happened to me as a podcaster was that my podcast, you guys, were downloading this podcast. And 
and I saw a huge spike in downloads on that particular day. So for me, I was like, oh my gosh, amazing. Everybody's listening to my podcast. I actually sent out an email to everybody who was on my email list just to connect with them. And it just shows how reliant we are on social media. I mean, Tim, honestly, he drove me around the bend. I was just like, just put the phone down. And it's very easy for me to sit back and kind of almost preach to him about that now because I do have some really, really set boundaries with social media and in particular Instagram. Because a while back, I was really, really struggling with Instagram. I was struggling with anxiety. I was struggling with panic attacks. If you've ever had a panic attack, it's like you are being like stabbed in your chest and you can't breathe. And I'd have these anxiety attacks for no reason. I I was not understanding what the problem was. And it was only when I joined my mastermind, my podcast mastermind course at the end of April with my amazing podcast business coach, Steph Gass, who's over in the US. She is a Christian business coach. And we started the first session in the mastermind and she was saying to us, you need to put social media down. And this is what I'm gonna say to you, my friend. I'm gonna give her advice to you because if you're struggling with panic attacks and you're struggling with anxiety and your kid is constantly going, mummy, 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 and looking for your attention, I'm going to tell you right now, you need to put social media down. And that is exactly what I did. I felt God was telling me, Sarah Jane, you need to get off Instagram because it is messing with your mental health. Your daughter is desperately trying to get your attention and you are just staring at your phone. Now, if you go back to, I think it's episode 96, where I talk about my social media detox, why I did it, what happened. But in short, I decided that God was asking me to put social media down for 30 days, and I did. I took it off my phone. I came completely out of Instagram, And the reason that I did this was because within the mastermind, we were praying in the first session. Um, My coach, Steph, was talking about somebody needing to lay down like the distractions. It really was about focusing in on this podcast, serving you, being here and showing up all the time for you, and also being present with my family as well. And she was saying somebody in this group needed to hear that and it was me like the holy spirit was basically working within me i was in tears honestly i was an absolute mess and i decided from that point to put social media down for 30 days and i did and i will talk you through about how i felt afterwards but the great thing about it was that steph as a really successful podcaster who has built a massive thriving business from a podcast decided a couple of months later to do exactly the same and to show everybody that you can have a huge thriving business without being present on social media. And if you go over to her podcast, The Stephanie Gas Show, spelt G A double S, I had to think about that for a minute. She talked you through that and she gave like updates and statistics and income numbers and she completely proved that you don't need social media to run a business. Now, when I lay down social media for the 30 days, I'll be honest with you, it was hard. And if you're feeling that you are struggling with social media, it's gonna be hard to step away from it. 
But I really feel that if you can find that strength and if you need somebody to partner with through this process, then please, please send me an email, reach out and let's go through this together. But honestly, after 30 days, I felt so good. I didn't have Instagram on my phone. I don't have Instagram on my phone anymore. I found that I had more time. My daughter, Chloe, was not pestering me as much you know what I mean when you're trying to do some work or you're on the phone or something and your kids are going mummy 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 and they're vying for your attention because they feel insecure because you are not giving them the attention that you need because you've always got your face in your phone so during that 30 days that was one of the biggest differences that I noticed in myself and also in my daughter was that she wasn't vying for my attention as much. The other thing that I noticed massively was my anxiety levels dropped, my panic attacks disappeared and whereas before I was waking up in the middle of the night and having these massive massive like anxiety attacks and and not being able to sleep and all of the things that went away and that disappeared and if you are somebody who feels overwhelmed if you feel stressed out if you struggle with anxiety if you struggle to sleep honestly I highly recommend that you put social media down and you step away from it for 30 days and you see the difference that that can make on you but also on the people around you. Now let's go back to the 4th of October when social media disappeared for, I don't know, however many hours it was. I didn't know. I don't know. I just knew the next day it was up and running by the time that I got up. And the question is, how did you react to that? Because if it was something that was a struggle for you and you found yourself that you kept checking your phone and you didn't know what to do with yourself, then I really think that you are like me in the fact that you have got a problem with social media. And I said this was going to be hard hitting today and I'm just being completely honest. And this is not me coming from a, oh my goodness, I'm so perfect when it comes to this. This is something that I have had to get a grip of and take control of because I was idolizing social media and God doesn't want us to idolize things. Like he wants us to be focused on him, to be focused on the people around us, to show love to the people that are in our life. And if you found yourself checking it, when it went down, I really think you need to consider that you do, or are, sorry, idolizing social media. If you're a Christian, and even if you're not a Christian, but if you are a Christian, and you want to do life God's way, then I really strongly suggest that you take this idol, if it's social media, you take that idol and you get it out of your life. And I'm gonna talk you through how to do that and how I have gone about doing it. And I'll be really honest with you here as well, is like, I'm not perfect. This is a battle, it's a constant battle, but these are the things that I've done and it has massively improved my mental health and it's also massively improved my productivity as well. And that's what we want, isn't it? We want to be more productive. We want to have more time. We don't wanna be wasting time because the precious time that we have, we want to be spending it with the people that we love, not staring at some girl who's posing with a picture of Starbucks and who has got a million filters over her and has had her makeup done by some kind of makeup artist and you know has got this professional photographer and looking at that photo and feeling like you're less than because you're not so this is why and you can tell from my voice probably why I feel so strongly about it and I'm going to talk you through the things that you can do to put this idol down 
so that you can be more present. You can be more present in your business. You can be more present with your family. And that is what we want to achieve. Now, one thing I will add into this, I don't know if you find this, but when it comes to cycle thinking and certain times of the month when you're feeling better and when you're not feeling on top of the world, I found in myself that I was fine. I was, well, not fine. I was better with social media during my follicular and during my ovulatory phase because those are the phases in your cycle where you want to be social and you want to be around people. So you might find that your use of Instagram goes up during that point or your use of social media goes up because you want to communicate with people. And obviously social media is a social platform And during those phases in your cycle, you have the capacity and you want to be more social. But the question is during those phases, is do you want to be more social with those people? Or would you be better off being more sociable with the people around you, the people actually in your world, the people where you stand, the people that you can actually look in their eyes and the people that you can touch? Now, what you also might find is during the second phases, sorry, the third and fourth phases of your cycle, so like the second half of your cycle, so your luteal and your menstrual phases, you might find that social media triggers you more in those phases because during that time our energy is lower, we often feel a bit more tired, we feel a bit more sensitive, you might be feeling a bit more emotional. Now that is definitely the time that you should be off social media. So if the thought of doing less social media really, really freaks you out and the thought of putting it down for 30 days really freaks you out, maybe try it for two weeks. Try it during your luteal and your menstrual phases and I reckon that you're going to feel better and I reckon you're going to feel so much better by the end of those two weeks you're going to take it off your phone forever like I have done. Okay let's rewind and let's figure out what's actually going on. Like if you were triggered on the 4th of October and you were struggling because you didn't have social media I challenge you now to go into your phone And if you've got an iPhone like I do, the way that you can do this, we're going to see how much you are using these apps. So if you go into your iPhone and you go to settings, you can find your screen time and it will tell you how long you're actually like open on your phone, how long you're using it. And then you can go into the bit that says your daily average and then you can see the activity. So it says see all activity. And from there, it's going to give you a list of all of the apps and how long you're on each app across the day and across the week. Okay, so I did this as I was preparing this episode for you just before I recorded this episode. So I opened it up and the most used app on my phone was an app called MyZone, which is a fitness app that I keep open when I'm doing a workout because I can track my heart rate. So I can see what zones I'm working in with my heart rate, whether I need to be pushing a little bit harder or, you know, that kind of thing. So that was the biggest one because it's open when I'm doing a workout. I'm normally doing a couple of hours a day of some kind of workout. The next app that I used the most was WhatsApp. And that is an app that I use to communicate with like Tim, for example, with my close friends. We voice note each other. We check in with each other. I might send messages to my mom of pictures of Chloe. 
The next one on my list was Voxer, which again is a similar app. I use it actually to communicate with the girls over in the US. And um, the next one down from that was actually Facebook Messenger. So all three of those, whilst they are like social apps, they're not scrolling apps. It's me replying to messages from friends and close family members. So I'm totally okay with that. I'm quite happy that those are the kind of apps that I'm using. But if you rewound to like a year ago, and if I had done that a year ago, what you would have seen was Instagram. You would have seen me spending about three to four hours a day on Instagram. And if that's you, don't worry, don't stress about it, don't give yourself a hard time, don't beat yourself up about it, because I'm going to give you some strategies at the end of this episode that are going to help you to bring that number back down. And really, the reason that we're trying to do this is because it's about being more productive with your time, how you're using your precious time, because we only have 24 hours in a day. And as mums, we're constantly feeling stressed and overwhelmed. And if we're wasting like three or four hours a day on Instagram or social media, we're missing out on stuff. You're missing out on precious time with the people that you love. You're probably scrolling through social media, staring at people who have these, what you think of or perceive to be these idyllic lives, which are then making you question your ability as a mother, your ability as an entrepreneur, your ability as a mother, the way your house looks, because you're comparing yourself to these like ideals on social media. And this is where we need to stop. And it's that kind of comparison and distraction that causes the anxiety and stress. Now, if you're a similar age to me, you can probably remember a time where iPhones and phones didn't exist. I mean, I'm of a generation, I'm 41 years old, and I'm of a generation where like a pager was like a really cool, trendy thing, you know, and now here we are in this world of constant communication, constant notification. So imagine what it would feel like to look up from your phone or not to have your phone attached to you all the time. To not get all these like millions of constant notifications and to be looking at those you love more and being truly present, like where your feet are. I love that saying, be where your feet are. Imagine how it would feel to have all of those things put down. And I do have quite a strong opinion about social media because I really opened my eyes to the impact that it was having on my life and on my family's life. And in my opinion, honestly, social media is a tool that the enemy uses to make us feel inadequate and to make us less productive. It's an idol that's there to distract us. There to distract us from God. There to distract us from doing the things that we have been called to do by God. To look after our family. To run amazing, impactful businesses that are going to help and serve other people. And you're probably sat there thinking, okay, great, SJ, this is amazing. But how do I run a business if I'm a mom and I'm at home and I'm working? How do I run a business without social media? 
And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I have all of these magic answers because I don't. And I've been there. Like I've had a network marketing business. I still do have a network marketing business. And I was trained like so many of us are to send messages on social media, to be following people, to be interacting with people's accounts. And that was why I was on social media for three to four hours a day because that was what I was trained to do. Now, I don't have all the answers when it comes to network marketing. Like I'm not a network marketing business pro. If you are in network marketing and you want some help and support of how to go about running your business without being hugely reliant on social media, then you should definitely go and check out episode 108 where I interviewed Michelle Castro. She is an absolute network marketing pro. She has a podcast called Growth Against the Grain and it's all about how you can create an amazing network marketing business but doing it in a really different authentic way and also a really God-led way as well. I mean, let's be honest, in a way that doesn't involve you sending out those really awful hey girl messages. You know the ones, we've all had them, we've all sent them, like hand on heart here being really honest, I have sent them. And if you're looking for evidence that you don't need social media to build a business, then you definitely need to go and check out my business coach and mentor, Stephanie Gass. I'm going to get her on the show very soon to just share a bit more about this and for you guys to really hear from her about how you can have like a business without being on social media three to five hours a day. I mean, because like, let's be honest, we don't have time for that, do we? So what I thought I would do at the end of this episode is share with you some really strategic things that you can do to still have a presence on social media if you feel that's really important for your business, because obviously people are there. And you might feel that you still need to have a presence on social media. I totally understand that. And I do. But this is how I go about doing it in a really healthy way so that I have some really clear boundaries so that it's not causing me mental stress. And also so it's not distracting me from being present with my family. So first of all, it's a business tool. Like remind yourself that it is a business tool and you need to remind yourself that because you need to treat it like a business tool. So I'm going to tell you to delete the apps from your phone because think about it, if you've got these constant notifications coming up on your phone all the time about social media and Facebook, you're going to be distracted and you're not going to be seeing what your kids are doing. And if your kid's saying to you, look, mommy, look, look at this. And then your phone beeps and buzzes. You're going to look at your phone. You're not going to be watching your kids. What are they going to feel from that? They're going to feel that you're not interested in them. So get those apps off your phone or at the very, very least, you need to stop the notifications. You need to stop those pop-ups. You need to turn off all of the notifications of all of the apps from your phone. Next up, I really think you need to dedicate some set time to use it. Because if you're using this as a business tool, you need to put it into your time blocking system. You need to set aside time where you are going to maybe post content, where you're going to be engaging with people on social media. So I think you need to be blocking some time out in your time blocks to do that. And I think you should only be going into social media via a laptop. 
or a computer. So if you're running a business from home, I'm sure you've got a computer or you've got like a laptop, whatever it is. And this is what I do is I only have those apps on my laptop. So I can't go into them on my phone. It's not convenient. And I set out particular time to go into those apps and I only do it via my computer. So I'm treating it as the business tool that it is. Now, did you know that if you have Facebook and Instagram, you can link the two together? So you don't have to go into each one and post separately. And you don't have to go into each one to post content like in your feed. And you also don't have to go into each one separately if you feel that you want to be doing stories. You can link your Facebook and your Instagram together. And if you have a Facebook page for your business, you can use Facebook's own business suite. So they've created a way for you to schedule like content in your Facebook and also in your Instagram. And also through the business suite, you can also schedule stories as well. So if you've got like some video or something that you've done, you can just post that into your Instagram and into your Facebook stories. And those will run when you're not actually there. So you don't have to constantly be thinking in your head, oh my gosh, I need to do a story or I need to post something in Facebook. Schedule it, sit down at your computer, come up with the content and then schedule it. Now, if all of that sounds like massively overwhelming, (laughs) my biggest tip is to outsource outsource this. If you have a problem with social media in your business and it's distracting you from getting stuff done in your business, it's holding you back from your creativity, outsource it. Get a virtual assistant. And I know you might be thinking, okay, well, that's going to cost me money, but put it like this, right? If you're paying, say, a virtual assistant like £25 an hour, which is like the going rate here in the UK, They can easily schedule your posts, your content, your stories. If you're creating that content, you can hand it over to them. They can put it into Facebook and Instagram and that's not gonna take a VA very long. But the great thing about doing that is it means that you are not in those apps. You could also get a VA to go into your app every single day, maybe for 15 minutes and engage with people. And again, the great thing about that for a VA is that they are not emotionally involved in your Instagram and your Facebook account. They are gonna be there with their business head on, working for you on a clock, So they're not going to be scrolling mindlessly through your Facebook and your social media. They're going to be there to do the stuff that needs to be done. So if you struggle with that, I really, really recommend that you outsource it. Now, one of the things you might not know about me is that I do actually own a virtual assistant agency. So I actually, in the background, am often doing social media work for other people. And I have other people who do my social media for me. So I have an amazing girl on my team, Taylor, massive shout out to her. I outsource my social media to her, but I do social media for other people. So other people pay me to write, to post, to create their social media content. But I don't have a problem with that. And the reason why is because I am treating it like a business. I am treating it 
as in I have a set amount of time to create this content, to post it, to schedule it, to engage with the people on this person's account. I'm not getting lost in it because I'm there on a clock and I'm there for a purpose and I am not emotionally linked to this social media account. So I really do highly recommend outsourcing social media because it takes that stress off you. It takes away the pressure and the comparison. It allows you to focus in on doing the things that you are good at. Maybe you are really great at writing content and blogs and things like that. Maybe you're really good at coaching people. You know, I'm a personal trainer. Like I get more joy from actually working one-to-one with my clients. I love creating courses for you guys to learn things from. I love being here behind a mic talking to you guys. I don't want to spend hours mindlessly scrolling through social media. So outsourcing that is a really great way of getting back some of your time and also preserving your mental health and reducing that anxiety and overwhelm. And if that's something that you think you could use some help with, send me an email. The email is in the show notes. We can have a chat. You would probably be surprised at how much we or my team can do for you in a really short amount of time. And if you're not in a position to outsource it, to pay for somebody else to do it, then I would really suggest is finding someone like you, someone who perhaps runs their own business, somebody who is a busy mum like you, somebody who is struggling with the overwhelm and the anxiety of social media. And I would really suggest that you swap you swap social media accounts. And I know this kind of sounds a little bit crazy and a bit like, what are you talking about, SJ? But if you swapped social media accounts and you actually kind of took on the role of one another's VA and you dedicated maybe two hours a week to social media for each other, you're not going to get lost down this rabbit hole of social media. If you're doing it for one another and you have a really clear purpose that you guys have agreed together as if you were having some kind of contract with a VA, both of you are going to get so much more out of that time. You're going to be supporting each other. You're going to be spending less time on social media and the time that you're spending on one another's social media accounts is going to be really productive and really, really effective. So that might be a strategy that you might want to think about if you cannot afford to hire a VA right now. Okay, I'm going to wrap up this episode with a prayer because I know this episode has been a little bit longer than some of my usual episodes, but it's one of those things that I really felt that God had on my heart and it was something that I really wanted to speak to you about. So Father God, I pray for all those amazing women who are struggling and doubting themselves because of social media. Help them to be obedient to you, to lay down social media so that they can do what you are asking them to do. I pray that they find strength to remove the apps, to put down the phone and to be where their feet are. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I really hope you found this episode helpful. And in the past, I would have said to you, come and find me over on social media and drop me a DM. And I'm not gonna encourage you to do that, but I do want to connect with you. I really love hearing from you. I love hearing what you're doing. I love hearing where you are in the world. So I've been racking my brains to try and think of a way that we can connect without using social media, without allowing ourselves to get distracted. So first of all, the the first option you could 
could do is to send me an email. The email address is in the show notes. And the other thing that I've been looking into is looking into like text services, maybe using Voxer, um, just as a way that we can communicate and build a community away from social media and without it being like a distraction from your family, from your business. So if you have any ideas of how we could do that, I would love to hear from you because this community is really important to me. I sit here behind this mic with my dog Molly under my feet and I'd just love to know that you are there that you're listening and that we can support each other in this crazy life that we have as mums as business owners doing all of the things so if you have any ideas I would absolutely love to hear from you as always have a great week I really look forward to connecting with you in the next episode and of course as Chloe's going to tell you in a minute if you get an opportunity to leave me a review on iTunes I would be so so grateful it really does help spread the word of this podcast and it helps other people across the globe find this amazing community thank you for listening hope you like it leave my mummy a review